Double Fine Action Cast, Episode 3. Theme music, please. Chris Journey. Boop, 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 boop. It's pretty good. Stop Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it became so much more manly yeah. at the end. That was like, that was transitioning from stacking and costume quests into Trench. It was. Brad Muir is sitting over here. Hello. I don't want to say it's a 40 ounce in your hand again. No. Because your mom's just. Be we're hanging out with Budweiser, the king of beers. Leftover from our press event for Trenched. Yes. Baby. We bought a little too much beer for that. Brad, the project lead on Trenched, which is a game that might come up once or twice while we have these guys in the room. Trenched. I certainly hope so. Chris Journey, lead programmer. Trenched. Hello. Hi. And Jeff Solis, our lead artist, art director, or whatever. <laughs> art something? Yeah. Art, art, art Wrangler. Art. <laughs> Trench Master. Hey, how's Thank it going? Thank you for coming. This the third. Now that we've done three, it's really like a, kind of a podcast. It's like a series. It's something to subscribe yeah. to. You know, we you, have a trilogy now. You can subscribe to it on iTunes. Did you know that? Wow. And uh, there's an RSS feed you can subscribe to on our page. So you can get it all the time. And we're going to start recording them really much more often. All the time, pretty it's much. Exciting. We're just gonna it's be exciting okay. to have our own podcast. I know. So um, first, some news. Just all news theme song. Oh, uh, that was right. Whoa, out of that's a really excellent transition. <laughs> First, uh, the DLC for stacking has been announced. Actual DLC. Woo! Amazing! And I hope this isn't a leak. I'm going to say the actual title of the DLC, which is The Lost Hobo King. I've played it and it's excellent. That's mysterious. Yeah, it's a I whole mean. other level. It's a whole other location. All new characters. I mean, Charlie is still there, and Levi the hobo. But it's all about hobos, and you're going to. It's fun. It's awesome. There's some stuff in there I can't explain. I feel bad because I haven't played it yet. Well, it's secret. It's not out yet. I had a secret. I'm, I know. Oh, Lee. that's right. I'm you pretty, know a guy. You I'm pretty tight with Lee, and yeah. he got me in there, and I got to play it. Lee, it's, uh, it's a little known fact that all the project leads have to fight. Mm -hmm. So Lee and I, we don't. Mm. We don't fight get in order to it's usually, get a project. It, no, it's usually for um, for people, for team members. Oh, oh, we're talking so, about actors. And it's gladiatorial, right? You guys have like yeah. ritual yeah. weapons, and it's, it's done as weird. traditionally in the nude. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like at least with Lee, with Lee it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's his tactics for winning. There's a lot of wrestling. I don't know. It's Speaking weird. of interlocking bodies. Uh, the stacking dolls that uh, you have ordered are actually in transit from Russia. They have been made. You know what I'm talking about? The actual physical wooden yeah. stacking dolls that were back ordered in our store forever. They're actually handmade in Russia, and they're on their way. It'll still be three or four weeks till they get here, but you can still order them in the store. We ordered a bunch of them, so hopefully they won't run out this time, but they ran out last time. Order your stacking dolls today. Super authentic. Yeah, those are awesome. <laughs> they're super authentic. Yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. My daughter plays with them all the time. Or she would if I didn't put them on a really high shelf, <laughs> which I do. But she likes to look Are you them. worried that she'll destroy them? Yeah. Well, she has... How old is she now? Because she's just like a small package of destruction she's at this in, age, right? She's almost three. Yeah, that's... I hope she likes trenched. <laughs> she likes costume, but she likes stacking. Well, that's our target demographic, really. She'll enjoy the suggestive themes and tobacco she use. Likes I told you she walked in on me. <laughs> mild, mild suggestive Mild suggestive themes. themes. Yeah, mild. We had tobacco use and stacking. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she, um... Sh anyway. She'll love it. Trenched. 
was announced at the GDC Awards. Woo! That was exciting. Man, Who was in the audience? Excited. Were you guys all in the audience? Yeah. We were in the audience. We were the bunch of like loud jerks yeah. in the back that were screaming. If you heard screaming people. drunkenness on the GameSpot yeah. podcast yeah. Or, yeah. or live stream. <laughs> GDC. Well, I'm sure it was other people there. too. Other people. Everyone's excited. We were close to the mic though. I so they, we're the ones you hear. That was fun. Show the trailer. That was a super exciting experience. Yeah, that was an awesome It was nice. Such a Such a rad way to have it announced to everybody and just like unveiling it unfurling it unfurling it unfurling it yeah for everyone to look at now <laughs> is it depending on how long it takes Je- uh, Greg to edit this episode probably a while he's really slow um, maybe this is tonight or maybe this is going to be yesterday but uh, Trench is going to be on uh, Game Trailers TV tonight yeah. showing a new level yeah we did an interview with uh, Jeff Keeley yeah. on, on Game trailers. And you're showing possibly a boss from it. Yeah, we're showing uh, the second boss of the game in Africa. It's like a huge monovision tube worm yeah. thing. It's crazy huge monster you're fighting in the desert. A tube worm. Nice. I hadn't thought about that. It's interesting. You know, that's what they thought <laughs> in the final episode of the G.I. Joe miniseries? What? Giant t- underwater worm. Television tube worm? Whoa. They didn't have TVs, though. No, no. Not they were just. Worm. They yeah. were. It was the Cobra Commander's evil plot. Yeah. The worst plot ever. Well, it was no. Did he we- have any good Let's ones? Let's just say like- it was no weather dominator. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that weather device miniseries they did. That the was best. The, that was the best. That was the high point. Wow, this is a tangent. This is awesome. Uh, GI Joe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll get is- into that later. The similarities between GI Joe and Trench. Don't worry, we'll cover that. Uh, it says here the Dev Diaries are coming soon. Watch trenchedgame.com. Yeah. Is that true? We're gonna be is there really a trenchgame.com? No, there, there is. really is a trenchgame.com. Right now it's, it's a trailer. Awesome. It's just, yeah, it's the trailer and like some screens and stuff, but we're going to be adding to it over the next Ooh. weeks, months. And a Facebook link. Years. So you, yes. can, you can like us. We, yes. have, we have Facebook pages for Trench and all our games right now on Facebook. We search for stacking. It's a, stacking is called Stacking Video Game. That's interesting. To differentiate it from stacking. What was stacking game? Is that gone? Someone, someone else. I don't know. And then... Um, <laughs> Um, cups. Was it really oh. cup stacking? I totally. When he wow. named this game, I was like, people are gonna think it's about cup stacking. And he was like, what's cup stacking? And I, I luckily, I mean, oh. I, I don't want to pigeonhole any part of the country, but that's like really big in like the middle, right? <laughs> <laughs> the middle. The middle of the country. That's where Brad is from. Why did you? Brad's wow. from the middle. Well, I don't know. I don't want to. I'm from slightly I don't left of the middle. Right? You don't feel like the middle because Michigan Midwest. is like that little. No, two, it's, like, it's like the two Americas. It's like cornholing, the game. Is it? Wow! It's like I know exactly. Bagging. Yeah. Brad knows on. it's a middle. It's a middle yeah. game. They they have yeah. a they have a board with holes in it, and you throw bean bags full of corn. Yep. That's what it is. You got it. At it's kind of like it's kind of wow. like horseshoes. You know, except you drink it's called some beer and play it. it's with called a straight holding. face. Absolutely. I thought yeah. you were just going into no. a dirty joke. No, no. There's nothing actually, dirty about it. It's it's of clean and healthy family. My dad made his own cornhole set. Yeah, that sounds odd. Uh, and, and there's a lot. There's a lot of arcade machines that have been converted from like golden tea to cornholing. Whoa! Wow. Really? Yeah, there's bags. a. Ba- it's called bags. Yeah, it's by the same guys. And we showed trenched at PAX Penny Arcade Expo oh, man. in yeah. Boston. It was awesome. What was the reception like? Insane. It was. Insane. It was crazy. It was really awesome. good. Yeah. We had people waiting uh, like an hour and a half to play the demo, and yeah, it was just amazing. That was the first PAX I had been to, and it was cool that it was just full of. It's hands-on with fans and it's public. Yeah, it's just so great that Press like is there, but just we anybody. met so many like Psychonauts fans and Brutal Legend fans and Stacking fans and Costume Quest fans. It was just great to have people come up to us and 
and they're all super nice. Be really excited. Yeah, it's like it's nothing like E3. I feel like E3 is it looks like E3, but it's full of people who are super nice and really want to be there. And E3 is a bunch of people working. Yeah, they gotta hustle from booth to booth and like cover stuff and yeah see stuff. And, and there was some of that. Like there were definitely journalists there, but they were they were vastly outnumbered by just awesome, excited yeah. gamers. And do you think they were, after amazing. coming and liking Costume Quest and stacking, they were shocked to see guns they were. in your arms yeah, they in, been, at the booth? Because we were armed. A lot of people had seen the trailer already, which yeah. was awesome, and they knew something about the game. Um, but, yeah. There people were, were really getting into the details about the game design, like wanting to know about co-op and all that stuff, and yeah. really appreciating that kind of depth that the game has. Yeah, it was cool that we were there too. I didn't care for it, frankly. I mean, I paid. I played it. Nice. <laughs> I don't understand where all you know, but the dialogue trees are really long. So, yeah, we're that's. I'm just kidding. There's no dialogue trees in the game. The game is awesome. <laughs> there is a dating sim in it though. But that <laughs> on the ship in between missions. Uh, oh, young yeah. man. Okay, yeah, discussion, time. Brad Mira, discussion, song time. For discussion time. Brad Mir, theme song for discussion time. That's the most that? military discussion. Well, I, I was trying to make it like trench theme. What do you think? Yeah. That I guess you could go close. fight some tubes right now, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No. I want to punch awful. a TV. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't patronize me. That was terrible. No. So, you, did, you did a really good job, right? <laughs> Besides trenched, what was the coolest thing you saw at PAX? Oh, who goes first? Uh, I'm gonna go first and okay. steal everyone's. Uh, we were in the XBLA. You only need to name booth. one. Yeah, we were in the XBLA booth, so Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet was there. Yeah, see, I just stole everybody. It's awesome. But, uh, yeah, we got to talk to those guys there at uh, Fuel Cell, is their company, and they were really awesome. I can't remember that guy's name right now, so I feel like a huge jerk. Joe? Was it actually Joe? I talked to him. The guy with the beard, who was super awesome. Alan's old employee. Yeah. He actually used to work with us. But um, it was just so awesome. It's like... uh, it's it like has pixel that junk shooter. Pixel junk with shooter. Some of the yes. look of Padapon. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly more appropriate. How I some Metroid it. mechanics. Some like unlocked really? weapons. Yeah, like, yeah. Lots of exploration. You have a map, and you're. It's like kind of twin stick shooting. You're floating. So your I liked uh, the little grabber it. arm on the spaceship. Oh, that was by far my favorite. And it looks so yeah. funny. It's grabbing boulders and throwing them in the mouths of aliens. I was like trying to grab everything. <laughs> Jeff, did you see anything super cool? Really cool. Um, name one, or you'll steal. Uh, I really like the Behemoth's new oh, game. Battle well, Block Battle Theater. Block Theater. Theater. Yeah, that one was really crazy. Dan Paladin Plug. Yeah. Dan Paladin <laughs> Plug. He was awesome. Uh, he was awesome. We got to meet him, and that guy rules. He does rule. He's awesome. Uh, the intro to that game was hilarious, and that sort of sold me on the game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if Castle Crashers has a long... They don't have no, the cinematic like, is like, like, bam, the castle. Yeah, Castle Crashers starts with the king getting zapped by a but this one has baby this, like, demon, and then... I think I heard Dan call it a puppet think. show. They call their cutscenes puppet shows. It's, yeah. So it's just a hilarious puppet show with this narration going on. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a giant whale showed up. Yeah, it was amazing. and a shark. They yeah. go into a, uh, a theater that's been taken over by evil cats. I know it's evil cats. And so in the game, to pacify the cats, you have to find balls of yarn. Yeah. And then, and then you can pay them off. And I you're playing with somebody, but I was playing with Brad, and he kept throwing me into the lava. I definitely, you I definitely uppercutted you into some spikes. There's a lot of griefing going on. <laughs> and then on purpose. I direct figured it out. You grief your co-player... Uh, but then they get teleported like to where you are. So sometimes they help you. No matter how many times you throw me in the spikes, I kept just tagging along. Yeah, the it was just awesome. like it was work. Just like infinite yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it was that yeah, was really cool and really fun. And they're Chris, gonna. Did you? What did you see? Uh, Warp was really cool. Wait, you said they're gonna make a million dollars. Yeah, they're make millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Hey, what? Uh, Warp. Warp. It's, I saw like, it. it's a very cute little yellow character, and it's sort of portal but overhead, and you can teleport inside of people and blow them up. Mm-hmm. I saw that because the character is really cute. He is. But then he jumps inside of someone and shakes somebody until they. You explode. use the left. You teleport into them. And then once you're inside of them, you waggle the joystick to make them explode. It's like stacking, but deadly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Basically, and it's if you could use their stacking. special power of who you jumped into, but their only special power they have is die. It's die. Yeah. Press A to die. But yeah. you go through walls, and then you can jump into inanimate objects and jump, 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 jump. Exactly. A little bit like Ghost Trick, but then you kill people. I did not. I haven't actually seen that game yet. It's awesome. Well, I'm going to go watch I got a figurine. They gave me a figurine. They're very nice. Oh, man. We, did, we met one of the guys, right? We did, yeah. And he seemed very nice. I, uh, so I saw a bunch of stuff, but uh, see, of that. Your last, we took the three best things. So we can all talk Fourth about that. I really like um, uh, Skulls of the Shogun. Did you guys see that? Oh, oh yes. I did not see that. that one, I heard it's I, really. Cool. I love turn-based strategy one. games. Yeah, but, uh, it's, uh, Jake, the guy, like art director on Res. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And it's a uh, like turn-based strategy game, like uh, Advance Wars, but without a grid or, or fire, oh, nice. like how Fire Emblem yeah, yeah. It's like free forum, and you're. It's got a really cool art style. It's really they did that thing. It's kind of like in Monkey Island where they wrote a bunch of temp dialogue and then they're just going to use it. At least that's what they said. They're like, let's just use this. It's really funny because it's really uh, jokey, kind of funny dialogue between the Shogun. It's like this uh, dead Shogun who's in the land of the dead and trying to amass an army so he can break down the walls to get into a better part of the. Uh, <laughs> that sounds awesome. But it was really funny. I like that. And I liked um, Bastion. Looked really promising. That's yeah, two. Cool. What? That's two games. I know, well, since everyone yeah. went... Oh, stuff? did we all get to do... Okay. Bastion. <laughs> That's my second one. Okay. Do you I, have I, a second was... one you'd like to name? Anyway? No, I, I really like Bastion, too. I was hoping... Uh, it was so loud in there, it was hard to hear. And the thing I'm most interested in about that game is the constant narration. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That Someone sounds told like me insane and amazing. It was hard to show it. It was hard to show it for them, I think. But, <laughs> yeah, we, we looked, watched the giant bomb quick look of it, and it was really cool. My dog Sometimes. loves the bandana. He's, oh, yeah? Yeah, he wears Sweet. it all the time, now. Did anyone see uh, Fallen Frontier? Nope. I did not. I only watched the show. Best split screen technology. Yeah, it has a cool diagonal slash. It's kind of a Metroid yeah. side. It's pretty XLG rad. Guys. It's, like, it's like Abuse meets Halo. Oh, wow. And it's, but it's multiplayer. Wait, meets Halo. Abuse. Well, it just, just kind of like looks a, like Halo. Uh, it's really cool. Smuggle Truck was uh, like Trials HD, but with a pickup full of illegal yeah. immigrants. It looks totally offensive. But it's Wait, awesome. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to you're trying oh to my God, that's take horrible. people over the border. So it's yeah, it's definitely hilarious. that's a great way to describe it because it's all side scrolling. I said I was offended by how fun it was to play because it was really really fun to play. And the snapshot was like this platform where you get to take pictures of things and it move, you can move them around yeah, the level by snapping them and that. putting them down. I saw that. It looked awesome. And Fez looked really cute. We Fez. saw we oh, saw we the, the the like intro to Fez. Yeah, so we, we didn't actually get to see the game. Yeah, Jeff and I only had like a minute because we were mostly chained to the trench booth trying to like. It's like you're, you're in a three D world that's smashed flat, a little bit like that game Crush. But yeah, but you can like rotate freely it rotate it around. Yeah, it looks cute. amazing. But Jeff and I stopped and we watched it for three minutes. And it was the very beginning of like their. <laughs> it was they were showing off the very beginning of the game, and there was a lot of like tutorial elements. Yeah, we saw stuff. a lot of awesome text. There's a lot of text. <laughs> it looks very pretty, even when it's not doing its cool. Oh yeah, thing. for sure. Lots but, of um, cool indie games there, packs for sure. I feel yeah. like I'm probably forgetting one, but I'm sorry if I forgot your awesome game. Okay, are we ready to move into the next topic for discussion? We don't need music for this. Okay. We ask. Okay, this is Brad's. 
Brad's question. Should I ask it? Yes, or you, ask it? you can ask it. I, I I like this that you're like the moderator. All right, is Cliff B right about the death of the middle class game? Yeah. So this is, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought you were answering. Yeah. He oh, okay. yes. <laughs> and well, let's on. let's define that a little no, bit because yeah, I would weird. like to know. It's been pretty he's, like. He's, was he talking about the death of the middle game or the middle developer? I think or no. Both. He was specifically just talking about games that are kind of like you know they're sold at full retail, but they have to compete with like. Red Dead Redemption and Gears of War three and like these huge in Call of Duty like just the, all these huge massive releases that seem to like crush anything that has pretty high production values but it doesn't really have that massive like you know it's maybe it's like a, a twenty million dollar game you know but it's competing with these like fifty sixty hundred million dollar games and he just thinks that there's no room for that twenty or thirty million dollar game that's sold for sixty bucks anymore that they're just all gonna die. He's just trying to psych everybody out. Maybe that's it. He's yeah, like, you like, know yeah. what, you guys he's can't playing, he's beat playing Gears chicken. of War. He's just playing chicken with people. Go home. <laughs> you well, can't win. Part of the problem is though that the, all those really expensive games have focused a lot on replay, right? Like people are still logging on to like Modern Warfare. Yeah. And and shooting each other in the face. Absolutely. So, you like, have to provide some insane value for a sixty dollar yeah. game. I mean, all, like people spend fifty bucks on Modern Warfare because it's the the landmark release, and then they just play it for a year until yeah. the next one comes out. So I mean, you have to you have to break through a big wall to get your your title through that. Do you think part of it is the the sixty dollar price point, like? Absolutely. And, and, we, and we have this like horrible perception that if your game doesn't release at sixty dollars, it's a budget title, which is idiotic. Bad. That's shenanigans. Yeah, but really but I mean, sucks. like, do you think that if you if you had you know games that were twenty or forty, would get more traction? I mean, I, if you could erase that negative stigma somehow, I think that yeah, I think it would help for sure if you could launch something at twenty. But you're right, like you launch it at twenty, people think it's like shovelware because yeah. like well why aren't they charging 60 for this at retail like what's going on well you also you can't sell a 20 dollar retail game because it costs yeah, that's know, a good point you have to make a disc and it's 22 dollars yeah it? how do they do that at release i think so i think yeah. it was the it was, first one it was not that much to make maybe they just took a bath on it because it was the first one the other and they knew it was really good i don't know i don't know that's crazy like this is getting into areas like marketing yeah like we don't pricing that i don't wow. really we're really not so let's go on to the marketing to questions about this stuff. okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i just think it's really interesting like i i kind of agree with him that i think it's going to fragment into like fewer more gigantic games and then people like kind of what we're doing now where we're like moving downward into the downloadable space and trying really to make downward work. Moving uh, sideways. We're more like a flatworm that someone stepped on and then split into four parts that is now each one growing. It's, I was talking downward in terms of price point is what I was talking about. Oh, uh, fancy. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that you're going to see more more games like this at the $15, $20 downloadable space stuff. I mean, I think you already then, are, right? Like, you have Monday Night Combat and... Uh, there've been a lot plus a lot all those of games all those games all those games we were just talking about were any of those like big releases all of those were smaller downloads no games, but i would right? all consider them very high quality games yeah absolutely you know so, i may yeah. be totally wrong with this cuz i have a like perspective from like the people who want to make games as opposed to figuring out what the, the decisions the market makes like the some people you know really believe this people are going to vote with their money and that's what's going to decide everything and I remember in the early days of Lucas, I was asking management there, like they, they were kind of threatening, like they were going to shut down all the adventure games and stuff. And I was like, are you, uh, are you, uh, I was asking the president, like, are you going to let us keep making adventure games? He's like, as long as there's someone here who wants to make adventure games, we'll keep making adventure games. And but I then think, you left. And then I left. And seriously, the people who wanted to make them left and then they stopped making them. And so, um, uh, for the most part, there were still some people there. So I just think actually in the industry, 
the games that people still, as long as there's a certain kind of people that want to make a certain kind of game, that game will keep getting made because those people will find a way. People are scrappy and resourceful, and they'll find a way to get that game made. And uh, and maybe eventually, if it's not rewarded enough by the market, people will just get tired of like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stop making that. But people, I think, often are pretty resilient about the things they feel passionately about, and I think they'll make whatever game they want to make keep happening. And I'm not just talking about us. It sounded like I was talking about us. But not just us. That's awesome. Well, um, I, hope that, I hope that does happen, you know? I mean, I want to see more people perpetuating good genres and good games and good stuff. I don't. So, you don't? No, I'm against that. I want to see more of the same. Jeff's question relates to that. It says, are downloadable games the new source of innovation? Are you saying, like, the only new source of innovation? Uh, no, but Any I mean, is that where you're seeing it? Like, because you're not going to see it on a $100 million scale project, right? Well, that's like a whole... Instigator for our business plan was like, <laughs> you know, we're pitching games that are twenty five million dollars. Everyone's like, you need to take out all of the smoking. I don't know. There's like <laughs> anything that's risky in the game has to come out, but it, at, at smaller. Um, Either that or budgets. people try to get you to insert stuff into your game that might be more marketable. Like right? the hip hop like, and country they tried to <laughs> Hip hop and country for brutal legend. Like that would imagine been. like twenty five dollar Russian stacking doll game. That's great. Could you take out all the Russian stacking dolls? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's part of the thing, right? Like, if you tried to pitch any of our games as, like, a giant $100 million project, it would be really hard to push that through at a publisher level. I mean, maybe if you were really good at speaking to people. <laughs> what, are you, what are you saying? I mean, if you do, if you do talks really well. Yeah. <laughs> there is no, words. like, if you're, um... <laughs> For a new IP, just something brand new to come out of nowhere. Well, anything to, like, brand new. Try to try to like break even at sixty dollars retail. Holy crap! Like that seems really risky. I don't know. Well, especially when you're asking them to like trust that you've made an awesome game compared to like, oh, this is Call of Duty Fifty Eight, man. I know this game. I pull the trigger and people die. Awesome. That's a good pitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to make that. We're game. gonna jump to number fifty eight. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just call Bobby up. We'll just call Bobby up. Maybe he'll let us. I just like how things happen. Like it even. I mean, uh, XBLA and PSN are great platforms and Steam and stuff. But then something like you know Minecraft coming out, and he just like invented this whole um, type of game kind of and takes everyone by surprise. Like no one expected it at all. Yeah. Just comes out of nowhere and like I wonder if our big company is going to try and imitate it. Actually, we've already seen that. There's uh, a physicsy Minecraft thing coming. That one of, the ma- one of the major publishers is making it, and it's I don't know. Are I don't they, know if it'll are they be making it, or are they like? F- did they find someone else who was making making it, and they just gave them a bunch of money? I didn't. I didn't look into it, but it's Ooh. definitely like I think you're gonna see a lot of like Minecraft clone kind of thing. We have one. Well, trenchcraft. Do you want to announce that now? <laughs> trenchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trench, our... Trenchcraft. You <laughs> build your trench out of cubes, and then you fight. That's actually what we call them. They're the cubes that it's you're Minecraft. fighting. All right. Did everyone do a theme song music already? Yeah, it's Except your you. turn now. It's your turn. I'm, I'm not good at it. It's time for the uh, uh, double fine action tweet bag. Okay, go tweet bag. <laughs> tweet bag. Do 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 do. Tweet bag. Do 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 do. Tweet bag. Well, you just had vocals. <laughs> that was wow. <laughs> that was clearly the best. Well, one. I thought it was instrumental. You know, I, I thought like about it for a long time, and I was like, I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I feel like tweet I missed bag. an opportunity. So let's get started. It was called the mailbag, but we didn't use the forms this time. We used twi- Twitter because we were in a hurry. Yeah, we're in a rush. We don't. We're in a hurry. We don't have time Twitter. to wait around. Our building forms. burned down too. Gowlander, <laughs> this is Cowlander, says, "What did you learn from Brutal Legend that you are applying to Trenched?" 
Uh, oh man, the engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. learned how. No, to no, make like games. lessons you learned by releasing I, uh, multiplayer games. I have a great. Oh, I, have a great I have a great one for this. Uh, like Brutal Legend, it asks you to multitask all the time because you know there are all the RTS elements. Um, you're thinking of strategy. You're thinking of the action. yeah. You're thinking about like where my troops are. I'm gonna hit that guy with my axe, and I'm gonna what fly over here, and I'm gonna order my dudes around, and you're like you're thinking about those things at all all the same time. Like they're all in your head all the time, and so and some it kind of this time not it breaks some people's brains. I think to multitask <laughs> that hard all the time. Like I think there are some people that are almost like like free, freeze up with the number of options they can do at so any time. So you decide on trench to not do that. Yeah, well, entrenched because of the tower defense stuff, where like you're you know when the enemies are coming, when the waves coming at you, you can almost ignore the strategy stuff. You can just be in shooter mode and you're like shooting the guys and it feels, you know, it just feels like this mech action game. But then when you kill all the dudes, you get this awesome, you know, you get the wave complete message and you hear the drums and you're like, okay, cool. Then you can go into strategy mode. You like flip, you can actually like, you know, kind of flip how you're thinking about the game for, for like 30 seconds. Go pick up the resources and then, you know, upgrade stuff, drop some more turrets, think about where the next wave's coming from. And we then, definitely compartmentalized it more. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's a little just, easier to, like, take There's, like, less in. multitasking yeah. that goes on. I think it's it's really, there are very, like, clear points yeah. where you switch from action to strategy. And I think, I think it helps people that get overwhelmed by the, um, the multitasking element of an RTS. Any different lessons you guys have? Any others? I learned not to license music. Yeah, <laughs> all the music in the game is original. Yeah, uh, we right. uh, Tina McConnell plug. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, oh, I mean all of, all of the tricks we've learned. I learned from using the the multi user editor from Brutal. Uh, definitely applied to this game. I think we had maybe three stuck bugs. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was awesome. It was definitely cleaner. Like, yeah, just using made it, that made same it a, engine a lot faster. That's really cool. Are you ready for battle? Ben Esposito. Am I saying that right? Ben, whatever. What are some of the similarities between game development and trenched warfare? Is that guy related to Joe Esposito? <laughs> <laughs> He's the best around. Yeah, for, for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> Chris Trini, have you thought about this? Uh, I mean, this yeah, it's like, question. you know, you have, you have a milestone due, and Tim blows the whistle, and everyone has to run out in front of the gunfire and complete a build. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly feels like that. I think I got yeah. trench foot three times during this process. Yeah, yeah from, After sitting, the, from sitting at your desk. Yeah. yeah. After they order Indian food for dinner, it's like a mustard gas attack. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually oh! a That's a protein. Nice if, you're, nice. if your team yeah. is working late, do not order the spiciest available Indian, Thai, yeah. or Chinese, or Mexican. Yeah. Like, these are choices you should not make as a producer. Salads. Make sure you don't touch anything. Warbird Mech 3 oh. says, Will the loot in Trench be constantly updated through DLC patches? How many trenches will be available? Wait, so at ship, how many trenches will be available? Oh, oh man. You can mix and match them. We have like 200 some odd pieces of loot. What's our well, final loot There's not loot 300, right? Yeah, there's more than, more than 50. Like, know, how, many, more how many legs are there for trenches? Uh, there are, I have to do math in my head. Oh my gosh. How 12. Many? Really? 12 yeah. legs? 12 different types. There's three categories, but they have like different abilities. There's and how many chassis are there? There's uh, six with upgrades. Six so there's probably 22. That's why you guys always look so busy. <laughs> there's, um, so there's, yeah. there's hundreds of guns. I don't think yeah, we'd answer this question about our plans for Trenched in the future. For DLC, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. If, if you yeah. buy 500,000 copies yeah. of the game on day one, 
then yeah, we'll be updating. Yeah, we definitely like to support it. We definitely like to support it through DLC. Yeah. It seems it, it seems ripe for it. I would use that term. Uh-huh. Right, like a foot that's been in a trench. Yeah. Yes, and it supports time. title storage, so we will be making. Oh, this is exciting. Balance tweaks. Yeah, this is the first game we've done this on. Uh, what, that's a Xbox Live feature. I don't know. It's an Xbox Live feature. So basically, we can uh, we can change the the tuning of the game if you know if there's a problem with the sniper rifle or some some damage values or uh, we want to tweak you know multiplayer a little. We can uh, edit the balance post ship without a patch. Yeah, we can update that ourselves from Double Fine headquarters. Yes, and then and that will get pushed it. out to people when they play. As long as you're connected to the internet, you'll yep. be okay. So that's pretty exciting. Like, so we're gonna be looking for feedback from people while they play, see if there's anything that's like, uh, kind of busted. <laughs> but no, it's perfect. It's fine. Behold my tiny balls of destruction. Rasputin Aquato asks, "Will there be any epic trench shirts in the Double Fine store?" Oh my god. Oh, that's that. a good question. We haven't planned the merch plan. What would be the best item to have in the store for trenched? A little giant, remote, a giant, oh, giant actual mechanical legs you can walk yeah. around on. <laughs> I'm thinking about something more in the twenty dollar range. That, that would be more in the sixty thousand dollar range. Yeah. Right. 60, you think that sixty thousand you can make them? For sure. We got sixty thousand. Yeah. We can make some. Do we? You want to just do that? Uh, and just sell one. <laughs> we, could just, yeah. we could just call this early and head over across the. I mean, bridge. We can make t-shirts, sure. What about? Uh, we have to have t-shirts. The uh, the logo is really awesome. Jeremy made that right. But we also yeah. sell television. That logo's awesome. Yeah, we could we could sell monovision too. Yeah. It only gets one channel. Uh, guns. The double fun channel. Guns. We could sell guns. We could probably. Yeah, kids love guns. guns. Yeah, kids yeah. love we guns. Could, we could send like sell like freeze dried chip beef on toast. That would be in the theme. That right? Just add water. I bet they have those like in those meals ready to eat. It's like an MRE, but it's yeah. old school. Exactly. That sounds. It's awesome. actually from World War One though, so yeah, yeah. don't eat it. Meals <laughs> ready to give you dysentery. Yeah. <laughs> We're almost done. Uh, someone called Merman asks, ask Brad who his favorite brother that lives in Seattle is. I'm dying to know. This is a plant. <laughs> also. So that's, uh, that's my brother. Also, that's my brother, do, Tim. Do shotguns in trench have scopes? Some, what does that this mean? Is, that that's joke? rude. Is yeah. that rude? Um, is that a dirty joke that I don't even No, know no, it's not, actually. Yeah. It do sounds like a shotguns have scopes. So that's Your my brother, Tim. Your brother's name is Tim? Yeah, did you know that? I always think of him as Merman. Yeah, that's I thought his name was Marty, or something like that. <laughs> Marty? Oh, no, that's my brother Tim. He lives in Seattle. He's what your is... older brother. He's my younger brother, actually. Oh, that's why you always treat me that way. Our older brother. You're always like, here, Tim. You're like, hey, Tim. Yeah, our older brother is a cop. <laughs> Greg. You Tim, Tim plug, Greg plug, brother plug. You guys are awesome. Brother plug. But, uh, <laughs> are there any brother plugs in brother the Brother plug. Uh, no, but do shotguns have scopes? No. Shotguns should sort never of. have scopes. You can always zoom in in the game, but, but the way that we contextualize it is that your uh, your trench marine is actually just squinting to see farther. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so are there scopes, scopes on the shotguns? On any of the no, guns. there are no scopes on any right. of the weapons. No, no, no. Those are cooling drums. Or, uh, <laughs> range range, range are, finder those units. Those are cooling drums. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. Just a bit longer. Okay, everybody. Favorite weapon entrenched. Oh. Question from me. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. I like quick. I like quite a few. Um, and why? And why? I like Mr. Pancakes. Yeah. What's Mr. Pancakes? Mr. Pancakes is the largest cannon in the game. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. So called because where did that name come from? Yeah, it flattens everything. It, it flattens, flattens everything, everything. like a nice. pancake. <laughs> Mr. Pancakes. And then you have Mrs. Butterworth's gum and on the other side and just. 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, let's see. My favorite one. It's probably the uh, Death Explosion Broadcaster. I forget what is the actual name of it. The Wave Disturbance. Smooth jams, Broadcast. right? No, that's the one that slows guys smooth down. Jams. Oh. Smooth jams. <laughs> there is a weapon. There is a weapon in the game called Smooth Jams. Yeah. But the broadcasters are these awesome, uh, huge weapons for the big assault trenches, and they they fire out like a cone of like concentrated radio waves that fry the tubes. And this particular one, when you're cooking at one of these enemies and they die, they actually explode and damage all the enemies around them. So very, it's really very, good. Very similar to Corpse Explosion. Yes. From the days yes, of Yes, it's an homage to Diablo 2, Corpse mm-hmm. Explosion. So uh, when you're frying a bunch of guys, you'll get these uh, these great collateral explosions and just be able to take out like a whole wave at once with it. It's super fun. I'm a, I'm a purist, I guess. I like the, I like the, the heavy machine gun. The very large... The hedge trimmer? The hedge trimmer, hedge yeah. Trimmer. Mm. That is my favorite. This is it! Was Trench at all influenced by Mech Assault? Uh, yeah, Trench I, was I would totally say, influenced by Mech Assault. Yeah, yeah. the camera is very similar to Mech Assault. Yeah. But uh, the Trench is definitely influenced by Chrome Hounds. Yeah, I think we're... I would put us like in between those two games in terms of like complex, complexity. It's too bad you couldn't figure out a way to use Hounds in the title. <laughs> Trench hounds. Trench hounds. Trench hounds. Oh my confirmed. god, it's not too late. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But yeah, like, uh, what's the. Mech Assault? Yeah, Mech Assault is awesome. I like how it uh, streamlined some of the really complex battle tech concepts and gave them to console yeah. players in a, like, you know, very accessible, action oriented package. Objective complete. And that's the action cast for today. Uh, that's all we have to talk about. I think it's time to end the action cast. Any final words? No. Look, watch game trailers. We're super TV. excited. Buy like trench. Nine, yeah, buy nine copies of it. Just get new gold yeah. accounts to buy more trench, trench <laughs> copies. So you can play it with yourself. Yeah. In your house. <laughs> I'm excited for people to play it and play co-op. Be very excited. It's super fun. We need an awesome outro. Like we're double fine and you just got trenched. <laughs> Don't bet. That <laughs> that that's so bad. bad. That's, it. that's got it. That's it. No, that's so that's bad. Good. Brad that's here. so bad. <laughs>